What is going on, Marvel nerds? Welcome to another episode of Jump Marvel the Gun, Brian. Jump the Gun? No. Oh, okay. I, I was watching the number, and I was like, mm, that's a good spot to, to chime in at. But uh, hello, welcome to another episode of the Marvel Rewind, episode number two in the Miss Marvel series. Do you know what it's called? Uh, Crushed. Nice. Is that right? I, th I thought I caught the host off guard for a second. Mm, I knew it was, cr I almost said uh, cracked, but I was like, mm, that's not work. Um, but yeah, Brian and Jake here for another little re recap of the newest episode. Uh, I'm finally back in my humble abode. No mom. Although she's coming tomorrow because I'm taking her to the airport. But uh, Jake, how you doing? Where's your mom going? She's going to San Diego to visit my sister. So, you know, she wanted to, or she found tickets for like round Dirt trip. Cheap. Yeah, for under $100 flying out of Sacramento. She's, she's like, I'm flying out of Sacramento and you're going to take me. I was like, okay, I'm not working, so might as well. But uh, yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. It's been uh, it's been busy, and I know I'm a I I sound like a broken record when I say this, but the wedding stuff is I RSVP'd. Finally, um, and you can't give me crap because on the invitation it says till July fifteenth. I have yes, but Brian, you've had the invitation for how long? You've had the invitation for how long? Probably about a month. I mean, I could have sat on that bad boy for another month and I still would have been following protocol. At this point, we were expecting you not to come because you didn't RSVP. So, <laughs> um, this is the first time I've been back since I had it. So, no, so I look, yeah, I, I sound like a broker record and I'll probably sound like a broker record for the next two months, but um, we're under two months now. So, it's, it's creeping and it's getting closer and there's a lot that still needs to be done. And um, currently, also in the process of, not renovating, but kind of doing some small updates to the house. Like right now I'm, I'm painting the guest room, um, touch ups around the house. And so it's like, I was painting until like nine o'clock last night. So, um, it's a little busy on this end, but I, I'm, I'm good. I'm excited to be back and, um, yeah, ready to talk some Miss Marvel. So yeah, got another, uh, back to back night of, uh, Star Wars and Miss Marvel. Can I, can I just say, I hate this. I really, really do not like this. I hate it and I love it at the same time. I like it's obviously cool to get all this content, but Miss Marvel's put on the back burner every week because yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. And it sucks because it's it'll be halfway done by the time she goes into her own. And I get slot. the idea of like not doing it because Friday you don't want people talking on the weekend. You want it happening during the week. Then do like a Tuesday, Thursday release or something like or do a Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, it it, it just it sucks that we have to do this. On Wednesdays. Like watch both of them, because Obi-Wan, obviously, while it's on, is going to be the more talk of the town than Miss Marvel will be. Yeah, I understand. I, I agree. Um, in the moment, I'm like sensory overload because I. I'm not working right now, so I get to stay up till midnight. So I'm, I'll go to midnight. I'll start with Obi Wan, then boom, right after, to Miss Marvel, and it's like overload. But at the same time, it's like I'm pro like I you and I were talking before. Like I missed stuff the first watch, probably because I was still sitting there thinking about what happened to Obi Wan. So yeah, I 
I get the back-to-back is kind of weird. I know last time I was watching, I was, cause sometimes Disney plus drops it like anywhere from 15 to 10, uh, like 15 minutes early. And they did stagger it the last time it was like, they dropped Obi-Wan like 20 minutes and then Miss Marvel like 10 minutes before midnight. This time they, they just went poof and dropped them both at the exact same time. But um, yeah. What did you think about the episode? Uh, I mean, it, it, out of the two, and obviously there's only two to talk about. It's the, I think it's the better of the two. Okay. Um, I think it took, like, I think there's, there's, there's better things in one, but there's also better things in two. I think overall as an episode, two was better. Um, <laughs> and, but you're uh, still loving the show. Yeah, I think the show is great. I think it's. Um, I was I was thinking of this while I was watching it, and I know this won't be the case because obviously she operates in the larger MCU. But this reminds me of um, not as serious and and not as like darker toned and stuff, but very similar to a like Teen Wolf style show where they're dealing like with these powers, but it's set in high school and they mm-hmm. have to deal with the teen dramas of having a crush on a boy and finding out that that person's parent is actually someone serious, right? Scott and Allison and Teen Wolf, for example. Like it, it just, and oh, I say that because it reminds me of a show that can go for like four or five, six, seven seasons. Um, maybe even, maybe even a better example of something like Smallville, uh, where if it was, if it wasn't in a universe, this is a show that you would see her grow up through a couple years of high school and then eventually maybe out of high school and you get to spend time with this character and these other characters that are with her and you know, all these different branches, but obviously after the season, she's going to be in a movie and we don't know where she's going to be headed. Um, and I, I miss those types of stories. I don't know if it's because of my Smallville love. Um, you miss a bit of a grounded of series. Yeah. And, and it's nothing like I'm super excited to see her with other characters and like her enter the larger picture. But um, there's a part of me that's also like, oh, wow. Like it would be really cool for this just to be her. And like, fully dive into her history and like all these crazy stories where the characters come to her rather than her going to characters. And it's just her world because she's a 16 year old girl. And we've seen so many cool stories in the past where we've seen 16 uh, year old boys or girls deal with either their regular people with no powers and they're dealing with high school stuff, or they are powered a la Smallville and teen wolf and stuff. And they have to deal with that on top of their regular lives. So, um, but outside of that, like, I don't really have any major reservations about the show this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I am enjoying everything that's kind of putting forward. I think uh, it, it's, oh, my God, I always forget her name, her, her main character's name. Iman or, the, uh Is it Iman Vellani, right? Yeah. Um, I, you said it best on Twitter, but I think she's like, I think she's like a superstar. I think the she's girl. She's the best part of the show. Literally, the like, has, her. She has charisma that a lot of people don't have at their age. It reminds me a lot of when Millie Bobby Brown came on the scene Hmm. where everyone was like, oh, my God, that's the it girl. Like, give this girl some time to really like maybe after the first full season, six full episodes, maybe after the movie, everyone's going to be like, yep, she's got what it takes. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I, I think the show I think the show's been fantastic so far. 
Yeah, completely agree. Still love it just as much as I did last episode, if not more. Um, Again, I have no complaints with it. They stepped back a little bit, I think, on the like drawing everywhere and stuff like that on this one. They did a little bit. They did a little little bit. bit. Not as much as the last one. Yeah. Um, But like, it's so entertaining. She makes me laugh just because she's just the way she is. Like, I think why I like her a lot is because I feel like she's playing this character, but she kind of is, is this character. And I think she's playing herself. Exactly. And I think that's the main reason why I like her. And everything she's doing is so funny and so well done. My favorite part of the episode is literally when she comes home after meeting the boy at the party and she does that whole dance routine, going to the fridge to get out of Capri Sun and then just says hi to her parents and then goes back. That was my favorite part of the whole episode. Had nothing to do with the plot. Like it was just literally her crushing over this guy who she may or may not be related to. And just like she's he's not related. She's not related, but their families obviously have some kind of history. Exactly. But I mean, like that is my favorite part is just her literally doing silly, funny things like that. Yeah. it And it's you said it perfectly. She's playing herself as an actress playing the role like it's. It's just too good. It makes me laugh so hard when she's doing stuff because she's playing this character that is a fangirl of these superheroes when in real life she's a fangirl and she's acting like how 99% of us act around these characters. And that's my favorite part. But um, yeah. She, she's doing she's doing what Ryan Reynolds does with Deadpool, what Robert Downey Jr. does with Tony Stark, right? Like all these people who... Yes, they're she's playing making but them the role. Yeah, she's making herself that's that's the how role. they are in real life. Like that's who they are. Like Chris Evans became Captain America. Chris Hemsworth becomes Thor. Tom Hiddleston becomes Loki. Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Like that, Tony Stark is yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Like this is essentially she. Kamala Khan is Iman Vellani. Yeah, and Iman Vellani is Kamala Khan. So it's just like yeah. yes, it's you've hit it nail nail on the head. It's just. It's perfect, and I love it so far. Um, anything you want to go to straight off the bat? Well, I, I want to talk about the big stuff. That's kind of kicked this kicked that this off. Let's talk about the boy okay. and this like the what do they call it? The bracelet they call it a a bangle. Banglet. Um, is it a banglet it? or a bangle? I think it's called bangle. Bangle. bangle sorry, bangle. Um, obviously, I this has like this has like big history, and it. Essentially, from what we're hearing in this episode, um, it like divided a family almost, or the per- maybe the person who was previously wearing it being her was it grandma or great grandma? Great grandma. So, this took me forever to figure out. So, okay. it is it so it happened during partition, which, if, if mm-hmm. you know, quick history lesson for anyone, this is when England left. India and they separated to Pakistan and India. Um, And so um, it is the great 
grandfather and the grandma were getting on the train and then the whole story we'll talk about it and then the great grandma is the one that disappeared the grandma is the one she facetimes yeah so the great grandma is the one that her mother says essentially that she's like the devil correct Correct. Okay. I'm just the I'm grandma is the one that is she FaceTimes and is yes, like that. Which is which mother. is so it's the grandmother's mother, essentially, is what we're yes. talking about here. Um I, I'm very interested because I, I always loved when like stories like kind of go through the generations of families. Um and we've seen it in previous stuff before, like plenty of times. Um but I, I just love when like like take Kamala, for example. You know, Kamala um she discovers this thing that she thinks is really cool. It has like these powers. Like she's, she's feeling like this is kind of what she's meant to do. And then she learns that it divided her family and that her family has huge hate for this person that maybe have dealt with it at some time. And then she gets like these pictures of these people and she's like learning the history slowly and like kind of what's happening and getting these like mixed signals of what's going on. And then the cliffhanger at the end, obviously uh, with, is it Kamar Kamarin? Cameron? It's Kamarin. Kamarin. So Kamarin and then Kamarin's mother. Uh, maybe they're after the bangle. Maybe they're connected to it. Um, but that line of I've been looking or waiting for you for a very long time is very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I just love when they dive into like mythology like that. And so, of course, I want to talk about it first because this is obviously where the power set comes from. Mm -hmm. And and how she becomes Miss Marvel, but from and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, or disagree for what I'm saying, but I feel like maybe her great grandmother was a previous Miss Marvel, I, essentially. I, I mean, yeah, maybe not, not to like the superhero status, but she was using it. Yeah, I, I, I get wary. Me personally, wary of giving her a Marvel title just because there's so oh for sure for like sure 10 of them but yeah. yeah i would assume at she wielded this bangle that's what i'm thinking some capacity not okay. like she was never a like a marvel or anything it's yeah because there's like 10 of them at this point and i and i'm still and i'm still with gordon he said this last week but i'm 100 still with this that i think it's career related somehow um, yeah it would make sense it would totally what, make sense why am i trying to Nega bands, is that what they're called? Yeah, that sounds familiar. That, the that Nega, does sound familiar. Yeah, I, it's something that um, I can never say his name correctly. Kazar, Kuzar, yes, whatever Marvel. it is. The guy K U A S A R. If you want to look, yeah, Nega bands. The millennial Nega bands were powerful relics of the Kree Empire, transforming mental energy into physical energy. I mean, it could be essentially a version of a Nega band. Yeah. And I think that's probably what you're going to get um, mixed with a little bit of inhuman, I think, possibly. Well, well, <laughs> uh, in, in, in human, uh, uh, no, Illuminantes. Did you catch the, that? The Illuminantes? Illuminantes. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yes. Which obviously Black Bolt, you know, being a part of it and the, the, uh, the Inhumans. Illuminati. The Illuminantes, that's a hilarious name. Um, that was but that, like, I was like, ooh, like Illuminantes, 
uh, her comic history with the Inhumans, Black Bolt and the Illuminati. What a cool little Easter egg for fans not, who are digging into that. And Bruno saying the power seems to be coming from inside of you. Yes. Well, and that and so I'm thinking that it's very similar to. Uh, oh my God! What am I? Uh, the mist, the Terra mist in Agents of Shield. Oh, the Terrigen, yeah. The Terrigen mist, yeah. where they went through this process that unlocked their mm -hmm. power. I'm thinking, let's call it the Negaban at the moment has officially unlocked her power. I think that's I think what's so happening. Too. I think so. Which too. is which? What if what if she's the first Inhuman in the MCU? She, she might be. Like, it, it's a very like, high possibility that she's the first Inhuman. Like they could honestly just be out there. Well, that we know of anyway. That we know. Yeah, of. exactly. Um, but she may be the first like official one that we are. How cool would that be if they, to. over the last year, like we've all been saying, like Inhumans are so far off. They did that crappy TV show, and then in a month span, they dropped Black Bolt and Miss Marvel. You know, Dude. last last week I was. <laughs> Very much on the like, yeah, they're not doing Inhumans for a while. Once he dropped the powers coming from inside you, I went, oh, uh -huh. okay, maybe uh -huh. they are not afraid uh -huh. to throw the Inhumans back, especially since they dropped Black Bolt. Yep. Like that, I mean, why not? Like, I mean. I'd be all for it. I'd honestly it, be all for it. I mean, even, even if you don't use them, like, right away mm -hmm. knowing that they are there is good enough for a while like not just like being like we're shelving the inhumans yeah, yeah, yeah. Are coming whatever just knowing that they are in this realm still that's that's big enough that's good and like, that was there, there's a big reason why i think i believe this and it might be a little bit of bias decision i hope to god that we see quake in secret wars I am. Th this is like the the shot in the dark that I'm pulling, right? She's an Inhuman, right? Get Chloe Bennett back. She loves the character of, of Daisy Johnson from Agents of Shield. If she pops pops up in Secret Wars, Inhumans are in full effect. They are in full effect. Yeah, you don't really have to do much convincing for Jake to bring back her um, Chloe, Chloe Bennett. Bennett. Sign me up. Yeah. So I mean, they did. I mean, we're getting definite teases that there is in humans either coming on the rise, stuff like that. Um, very yeah. similar. They are very close. And I think... Which I'm totally okay with, by the way. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I... So Green Lantern is my favorite DC hero. And the thing... I, last week, I was very much on the like, yeah, okay. Like, I mean you can kind of compare the two this week. I definitely got more. Okay. Yeah. They're fairly similar because, um, in, uh, DC's green lantern stuff, like he has to concentrate in order for, to use his powers. If his power, if he isn't focused, whatever he's doing goes away very much similar to, uh, what she's doing in this, we see that when she tries to save the boy, she gets distracted. Well, not distracted, but the image pops up again and she loses her focus, drops the boy. Um, yeah, so there are similarities. But And if people start freaking out about it, people are 
there's going to be crossovers everywhere. Like people are going to take DC is going to use stuff that Marvel first invented. It's the same Marvel's thing. Marvel's going to use stuff. and Thunderbolts right now. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. It, you, you have to get over it. It's yes. DC is going to take stuff that Marvel used. Marvel is going to take stuff that DC used, whatever it just move on. Like it will get past that. So yes, I do agree. It is very uh, green lantern esque in the sense of the power being used um i'm seeing a lot of people talking about quake and stuff is there stuff you want to continue with quake no I, I mean i, I think <laughs> I, no i i just i think that out of all the ages of shield characters right obviously they're bringing back charlie cox for daredevil we've heard rumors about christian ritter as jessica jones um i do think that at some point we'll see john bernthal's punisher again um like they're bringing back all the netflix shows uh, and they obviously did the Inhuman stuff, right? Having Austin Mount in Multiverse of Madness. The only show yeah. left is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's the only one. And like, obviously, Carter. Phil Coulson Phil Coulson went over there, right? And he was a big part of it. Um, but Daisy Johnson and Chloe Bennett were arguably the main character of everything. They were what everything was centered around. They, she, yeah. was, she was the it girl for that show. So... And um, Phil Coulson's already been in our world. He's pretty much, you can literally yeah. just say he died in Avengers. It's it's a perfect opportunity because, like, she's such Wait, a big what part. What if she, of like, oh, I just had an idea. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go, go for it. Go for it. What if she is, like, she eventually comes, what is, crap, I'm drawing a blank on what their planet, or their base is called. Then humans base planet thing what is it called it's like the floating city do you remember i'm drawing the blank what if she ends up being like adelon yes thank you what if she ends up being like an ambassador of that city to earth like is she already she's from like forget the whole like discovering her powers like in this version she's already someone like working for well, the royal family that comes and meets well her here's and, an interesting part and then this is just like off the top of my head just kind of riffing but like God, can we work for marvel in story? in comic history at at one point in an arc daisy johnson is actually the director of shield yeah. she becomes the director of shield at one point now obviously shield is kind of like a little bit in the past and it's now sword what if she's like high up in sword and then these inhumans come to light Right, we don't know who they are, and then she has to reveal herself to be an inhuman while she's running this major organization for the United States or possibly just the world. And everyone's like, "Whoa, okay, you know, maybe they are actually okay." And she's like, again, the ambassador from that side of it all. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just a. We're just riffing off of Daisy Johnson. I yeah. can talk about her all day long, but Quake, well, it's it's not so right much now. I'm just- saying it. I'm saying that Quake is going to be in Secret Wars. I'm saying it right now. Sure. I mean, and it's not even just us saying talking in uh, Quake. It's the possibility of the human Inhumans are a possibility now. I think we went from before Miss Marvel. Actually, I'll even go back further. Before Doctor Strange being like, yeah, the Inhumans are done for a while. And then you throw Black Bolt. Then you throw this type of stuff that you're like, hmm maybe they changed her powers, but she's still an inhuman type of situation. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, So another thing for me that I want to hit is dude, 
damage control is not like damage control. There are some shiesty things, and I'm saying it again. They're the scrolls. I'm saying I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you more after this round. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you more after this week. Um, they don't. They seem a little different. I think. Uh, I think that interrogation scene um, was a little not tipping, but I had a little bit more feeling because it almost it almost looked like they didn't understand how to interrogate. Like they were going too far. And then mm-hmm. the one guy was like, "Hey, we got to reel it back a little bit." Cleary. She is just a little girl. Yeah. Cleary, um, I think his name. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I do think that they probably are the squirrels. And again, that's the way that it gets all wrapped up into the Marvels. Um, it, it would make sense. It would 100% make sense. Thank you, John Boos. I know Andy texted me last night at, or messaged me last night going, holy crap, you're right. <laughs> I know if I can get these two things right, I'll be so happy. But yeah, there's there's definitely something fishy in the water. Uh, there's something's not right about um yeah i agree um there's definitely something not right about them the fact that damage control has weapons Mm -hmm. like it's literally called damage control yeah like they are literally supposed to be the like cleaner uppers not uh, literally of crime scenes but also like this didn't happen. You didn't really see this. Like they're supposed to be the people like making mirages that kind of like blind the normal folk in cleaning things up. But they seem more like a full blown, like government agency. That's like agreed. Almost kind of like kid trying to like kidnap these kids first with Spider-Man now with Miss Marvel, which they're slightly kind of racist the way they were going about it, but just throwing that out there. But, um, yeah, so it, because they don't know what racism is, Brian. That, that's what I mean. Like it, it makes sense. Like them not knowing Putting the like, pieces together here on Marvel Rewind. Everybody, I I, I truly think that there is something up, and it would make sense to uh, for them to be have infiltrated a government organization and we know secret wars is right around or secret invasion is right around the corner so do i keep saying secret wars sorry i'm yeah we both keep saying secret invasion is what i meant she's gonna show up in secret invasion that's what i meant i see oh my god secrets secrets lots of secrets happening um but yeah i think this this is a perfect way to feed them into secret invasion if if i said war i meant invasion i meant invasion for all of it yeah. So, um, oh, for all of it, oh, I thought you've been. Ta- I thought she's gonna. You meant she's gonna pop up in Secret Wars coming. No, I, I think everything that happens in Secret Invasion will lead to Secret Wars. I do Got think it. she'll be in Wars, okay. but we will see her in, in Invasion first. Is what I'm saying. Like with with Sam Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Amelia Clark, etc. I think that she will be in that. Okay. So every time we've said Secret Wars, we meant Invasion yes. the whole entire time. Yes. Uh, but yeah, there's something fishy about them. Um, I, I don't trust them, which I'm, uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with yes. you. It makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. Um, what, what else you got? Anything? Um, what is the is called hard day? light or that's what nope, she named it's, it. It's not, it's called a, uh, no, it's called nightlight. 
No, that's what they named her. Oh, I'm saying oh, her power. Oh, she named her power Hard Light, and then do we like that? Got hard Light. Yeah, do we like that? I mean, I don't really. I don't think it matters to me enough to care. Like, they're probably never going to really say it past this episode. And then yeah, the, the night like is a joke. Um, I I did want to say this, and I, this is a comment from the beginning, but I wanted to bring up Andy's comment here. He said, uh, "I said it in the POV Discord." But I figured my problem with the first episode was that overprotective parents seemed to be a trigger for me. So seeing them uh, be more understanding made me love this episode. Now, I th- yeah. it doesn't trigger me necessarily that we have the overprotective parents. But I think that as much as I love seeing like her home life, I loved the role they had in this. Yeah. Where they weren't like the second little- or third characters. They were a little bit more back in the shadows. Yeah. But then we had her in really good moments. I liked seeing more of her friends. I liked seeing mm-hmm. her kind of adventure out into like the party atmosphere. Um, like be a high school kid, you know, yeah. whether she's breaking rules or not. Um, obviously the stuff with Bruno as well. Like that's what I want to see. And then the parents kind of be the role that they were in now where we see them in good moments, but they're not too much in the episode. Whereas there are moments that we see them, they're really meaningful and powerful to the character of Kamala. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than them just being there to be there, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I love the actress that's playing the mom. She's playing that overprotective mom so well. Mm-hmm. And like, even just like when she's glaring at her, just I'm just like, oh, there's so many times where I've, I've pissed off my mom and she doesn't say anything, but you get that glare and you know she is mad. Uh, but then she's also like super sweet and understanding. She let her go to the party, which was shocking especially after she snuck out stuff like that um but yeah i completely agree i love the relationships she has with her friends uh-huh. uh gordon is saying, it is it is her friend nakia Na- yeah nakia? that's that's uh, her best friend right yes uh okay. love those two together i adore bruno i think him like clearly being in love with her has a crush mm-hmm. on her and then you have Cameron, who's just like the hot new guy that just walks in and immediately she's just like, well, but, but it seems like he was essentially planted there. Oh, um, absolutely. I, I think he was he was. Like maybe their, their meeting was chance by the whole like pool, pool dive thing and everything. No way. But I mean, as as far as how they met, I'm going to say it was by chance because he's going to set up that they meet as soon as he jumps off into the pool. I don't know if that, whatever. Anyway, that yeah, that, I get what you mean by that. Yeah. But um, them, them becoming him, him taking a liking it. to her was a total setup yes, for whatever is coming. Um, if it's like them wanting the power or them maybe actually being on the good side, that's a question for you, Brian. Do you think they're good or bad? Like, do you think that, they're like rival families and and they've been they've been searching for this power for a long time almost like Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic the Hedgehog too. Um I had to throw it out there cuz Sonic is the best video game franchise ever made. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Um I'm I'm still very unsure. I will say I'm 60% bad guys, 40% good guys. Maybe Okay, so you're like, more you're leaning more towards bad though. I'm starting to lean towards suspicious. Like Okay. 
Because if if you had really good intentions, like you probably didn't really like need to sneak around the family as much. Like almost trying to take advantage of her because she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, like they. It's almost like they've been trying to find this bangle for a while, and mm-hmm. now they found it. And yeah, it's like okay, like now we can do what we're doing. I mean, it. it, it I don't. It seems a little too suspicious to be good, <laughs> good things to like. I mean, this when you set something up like that, and then like just the way it went, like at by the end, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like yeah. it seems a little suspicious. Like at first, I'm like, oh, okay, this could be a nice little friendship. But then, like having him being at the exact spot when she's sneaking away from damage control and then whoever this Yeah, that was is. that was a little weird that he just rolled up when he was never around. I think he might have been watching that her, them from the festival. They're 100% uh, tracking her. Yeah, 100%. And and so I think like I know people are probably like, "Oh, why was he there?" I think that they've been they've had her literally their eye on her like like you said tracking her uh they probably didn't want to be known at the festival otherwise they would have gone to the festival uh so it's yeah or they might have gotten recognized like the mom might have gotten recognized yeah i I mean i bet you i bet you her parents know of the family or know his mother his mother oh i'm sure i'm sure it'll probably end up being like um her mother's mother. So her grandma was probably friends with this woman's mother as well. And like you said, very much like an opposite family type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I. It's a little too suspicious to be a positive thing. For well, me. And, and I think, I think the reason why we're like this, because as at the moment, the only real like villain is damage control. And if mm-hmm. this, if our suspicions lead us to be right, then this would set up a um, an antagonist for the six episodes. Yeah. If you set them up as like people who are tracking this down, who maybe they're they're warring families, or uh, they've just been looking for it for a very long time, and it was hidden into America with this family. Oh, had no I idea just had an was. idea. Go for I it. just had an idea. What if the grandma stole the banglet from? It's very possible. Their family? It's very possible. Bang, like, like you're it, saying banglet. That's not a word. Bangle. Bangle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, she it's stole very it possible. from him and that's why she disappeared. Yeah. It would, it would make sense uh, to, to kind of put them as like warring families in this like mystical battle for this bangle that has this ability, right? Or unlocks your ability. Um, and only a certain amount of people know about it. Or the great grandmother knew about it, kept her family out of the dark from it or in the dark from it. Whereas the other family, it's been like passed down generation by generation that they know exactly what it is. And they're just trying to simply get it away and back to their family um, by not screwing anything up or like making a big scene. Because Kamala, her brother, her parents, clearly, well, from what we know anyway, they have no idea what it is. Okay, Um, see, that was my next question to you when you were done. Do you think the mom has an idea of what this I is? I think the mom has a little bit of an idea. 
it it's it would be odd the way she reacts to it like when she sees it and stuff like that she gets visibly mad well and and not just that but also her reaction to her grandmother like she would have at least i would think that she would either know of or be told of what happened with her grandmother because from what we see so far in the show, again, just looking at it from my perspective, as far as what the culture has been put on screen, women and specifically girls with their grandmothers are very, very, very close. And so it would it would be odd for her, Kamala's mother, to not know what happened or went, went down with her grandmother and why she would hate her grandmother so much, whereas we see the relationship with Kamala and her grandmother. Yeah, I mean... The Illuminantes were like, <laughs> she killed someone. She stole uh -huh. a man. Like, it uh -huh. was very all over the place. But I feel like the mom knows the real reason. And the real reason is something that is, like, very upsetting to her. Like, maybe she chose to be a superhero or something over her family or Disappeared. Well, it has, she it has to abandoned. Do with it it obviously it. has to do with what it. It's the partition, right? Is what it's called. Um, yeah. It it obviously has to do with that, and maybe that's why they fled to the U.S. Um, maybe that's why families were split up, or that people actually did die because of this ability and this bangle, and and maybe something did happen where she was trying to protect, or just maybe got a little too much, uh, too greedy with it. And something may have happened, but I mean, it, it, we're clearly going to get the answer soon, whether or not it's next episode from the perspective of the mother and the son, or eventually down the line of her, of Kamala's mother sitting her down and telling her the actual story of what happened and us getting like a flashback sequence, something like that, I think is probably what we're going to be getting. So, yeah, I completely agree. Either way, we're, it's very much clearly going to dive into a family's history nope, um, and like what has happened through this family. So uh, yeah, we're going to bring some. Yeah. I was going to bring a comment up just uh, right here from Gordon. Do you think that eventually she'll be able to use her powers without the bangle? That's a great question. Um, I I'm going to, I'm going to say yes. See, now I'm starting to think I'm going to say no, because I, like I said, I am not, this is a very new Marvel character under 10 years old, comic book wise. Mm -hmm. I'm under the impression that she's always wearing the bangle. That's part of her just outfit. Now I know I'm not stupid. I know it's not like where she's getting her powers from her powers because she's inhuman, but I believe it's a part of her costume regardless. So that part of me makes me think, yes, it'll always be with her, but at the same time, like maybe it's like, even in a way, like holding back her true inhuman power, which is this that she can use on her own. If I'm not mistaken, and I'd have to go back and watch. But every time she uses an arm, is she only using the one with the bangle on it? Oh, I think you're right. And I've never because thought about maybe, that. Maybe she just thinks 
that she can only use that one arm to like use it. I, I don't know. I, I could be this could, could be totally dumb and stupid and random, but like I'm maybe eventually maybe maybe eventually she gets you know obviously familiar with it and she gets into well, situations that power where she has... engulfed her in the first episode. and that's and that's what i'm saying but when she like throws stuff or uses like the arm or whatever when she was trying to catch the boy is she just she even using did the, the big one arm and it was that that's what i'm saying one. like is she just using the one arm like does she think that it only comes from that and maybe we're going to see a sequence where she actually does realize like bruno hmm. said that it comes from an insider and she can use it at any point in time well that but then again she is stepping on stuff so that and that comes from her her lower That's true. half she's creating she's so yeah i guess that would be out the window i i don't know i yeah. i just feel like at some point not to say it that it makes sense that she's not relying on it yeah like, it, i think it's it's because if she's very, going to space and eventually it, with it, captain yeah, Marvel, it, it's it's not a very good example but it'd be very similar to what like like tony stark's arc he grew from the chest reactor to eventually not having to have the chest reactor anymore, but he, he, he just felt like he needed it. Right. Yeah. Like he felt like it was a part of him. Well, it's he like, had to get over the why hump pepper saved him. it. Exactly. He needed to get over the hump of realizing that he didn't need it anymore. And it, it almost feels like maybe. Oh, Gordon has a good comparison too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, How Thor needed uh, Mjolnir. Yeah. Like, I think at some point she's going to not to say that it's like, obviously it's like a fair, uh, a family heirloom or something, but maybe it's a situation where it gets destroyed. That's what I, and think. she doesn't, and she doesn't think that like, she thinks everything is over. Like it's done. It's destroyed. Um, and yeah, exactly. Gordon, that's actually perfect. Going back to Thor Ragnarok, right? Mjolnir is destroyed, right? Thor doesn't think he has any power left, but that moment where he just gets into rage against Hela. The Odin says lightning. not. Odin says and, you're not the god of hammers or the god of exactly and he starts to use all the lightning with his fists and like just with his ability i think it's gonna be similar to that where she realizes that it's not the bra it's not the bangle it's her it's it's always just gonna be her rather than the bangle it's a good call very good call oh, that's such a good line i didn't make you the god of hammers yeah that scene also when when he's when he has no eye and he's just mm -hmm. engulfed in lightning oh epic Hurry up and get Gabby to Ragnarok. We have a long way to go. I know. The I Phantom know. Menace is coming out this week, so I know. I know you guys pause on MCU right now. <laughs> you went straight to Star Wars, but um, I yep. Oh yeah. Hey, capitalize on that uh, interest. If I'm you, uh, anything she, else? She really likes it. I don't know why. I know really it's. It. I, don't complain. Uh, anything else, Miss Marvel related? I I think. We covered all. We touched on notes. everything big. I mean, there's the. Sh I think the show is very quirky and lighthearted and charming. Oh, we. I mean, we. You and I talked about it before, but the Kingo name drop. Oh, great! It was great going back to Eternals. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I told Jake I didn't catch it the first time. I caught it the second time through subtitles. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani's character in his in his Bollywood history. Um, senior what a Kingo, great way to, is that what they said? Well, Senior Kingo, which is yeah, which would have been our Kingo's great grandfather, but the same. Kingo. Anyway, um, great. It's just a great little Easter egg and nod to obviously what we saw in Eternals um, and the argument over who like his better movies and stuff. And and the fact just thinking like, oh, my God, they're talking about Kumail Nanjiani, one of the funniest guys on the planet. Um, it's it was just a great little reference and tease. Uh, 
uh, for Marvel fans. And um, yeah, I, I really enjoy the stuff that they're doing like that. Uh, there's a lot of moments like that. They're a lot of fun. So uh, great, great little reference by the by the creators of the show. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. Anything else that you got? That was my whole entire. Big, I think that's the big stuff, man. I, I honestly, I just really wanted to talk about the powers and kind of the history of it and what we're going to see next. And um, bring up damage control was really good because that's a big part of all this. Um, Secret invasion, not wars. And Secret Avengers is the first one. Secret Wars we will officially be getting um, eventually. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for the show. We have four episodes left. Unfortunately, it's only six episodes. Okay, um, one quick other thing. Time of length, perfect. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, there. it's like, it says like four, like 54, but then like with credits. Yeah, so it's like, it's like 40 to 45 40s. minutes with 10 minutes of, of credits and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think, I think the show length, it's a perfect episode length. Uh, I wish Star Wars was doing the same, but for some reason they're not. Um, and I think I'm just looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes and... Uh, what the characters do and, and how Miss Marvel learns of all this stuff. And if there was a great uh, Miss Marvel in the family line and stuff. So I'm excited for all the mythology that's coming our way. Me too. It's been a fun ride so far and we still got four more episodes, which means you see us four more times to talk about Miss Marvel on the Marvel rewind. Uh, if this is your first time, thanks for joining us. If not star Drew. Gordon, Andy, as always, everyone in the chat, thanks for joining us. Um, tomorrow, we will be doing our recap of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi on the Fandalorian Club. Um, so check that out. On Tuesdays, we do uh, Apocalypse Now, which we did yesterday. We picked our picks for who we think may be in the Thunderbolts recently developing movie. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. I'm Brian. That is Jake. Thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you guys next time.